When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Guys, it's hump day. We made it. Yeah. Another week, kids. It's a Colleen and Bradley show. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey. Holly Roberts, we're all hanging. We're trying to kick it with you guys and uh, keep your moods up on the cloudy day that we have arrived at. Um, and as such, we thought, you know, wouldn't it be fun to just start with tell us something good? 651-641-1071. It's a little gray outside. It's a little blah. We kind of feel like we're at like, you know, the midpoint of a long marathon. Um, I hope. It's gross. <laughs> uh, you know, people might be feeling a little down, but you've got bright spots in your life. I just know it. So give us a call at 651-641-1071 uh, and let us know what's good, what's going on good in your life. Um Anybody got anything here? Um, let's see. There was a little sliver of sunshine before I came in, so I'm very excited about that. Mm. Uh, my sourdough starter is starting. So Can we talk about your sourdough starter because also Elizabeth Reese is doing that. Yeah, yeah. What do you need for that? Oh God, it is like literally the easiest thing ever. Technically, I think you just need flour and uh, water, but. Um, I'm using rye flour, which apparently is much, you're more likely to move quicker with rye okay. flour, but you don't need it. Okay. Whole wheat flour, all purpose flour. There are recipes online for pretty much. And then you just much, feed it every day. You have to like, there's like a schedule and every, there are so, here's what I've learned. Find one recipe and then stick to that recipe because they're, everybody's got their version of the best way to do it. So just find one that you think uh, works for you and then do it and see how it works. I love this. It's literally a science experiment. It is the easiest thing ever. Okay, I might just do that. Do it. Uh, 651-641-1071. Tell us something good. What's good in your life? We've got Jennifer on the line. Hi, Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Jennifer, what's good? Well, this is good. This is great. I have made a rag rug loom and a peg loom, and I have already completed one quite large rug oh my god and uh, now i've been teaching myself and i'm i'm knitting a scarf right now on the peg loom so. i love this so what's a yeah. peg loom explain the difference between these loomage experiences so the peg loom is like one of the most basic it's been around since the vikings it's honestly uh i'm looking at a two by four that i put little legs under and a dot and a series of dowels and you just drill holes to fit the dowels and you go back, you know, uh, forward and under, forward and under, and you just 
you can make it as big as you want, as small as you want. Um, and then the twined rag rug loom, um, it's like a big rectangle with pegs and two metal rods, and you warp it, and then you just start taking your um, strips of fabric and, and weave that. Can I, as, I am looking at this right can now. Can I ask you a question? How what? did you figure this all out? Well, you know, I've done some, I've always, like, I've made quilts and other things and rug hooked in the past. But, um, and I've done rag rugs before, but um, I, I, I honestly, it's been years. So I had to go on YouTube. Um, my sister and I, we found someone who sells them for a lot and you can make them for really cheap. So we just constructed our own. Wow. And, um, you know, YouTube is just a great, and Pinterest. Yeah, oh, God, a YouTube. Great, great source for you can You this. can do anything with YouTube, I appre- you know, I, I firmly believe. Awesome. I, I'm, I'm loving it. It's really easy, and especially, you know, uh, clean for your kids. If yes. you ever want to teach them an easy weaving, the peg loom is about as simple as it gets. Oh, my gosh. Really I am... I'm looking at these things right now. Thank you, Jennifer. How fun is that? Have a great day. I will say doing that kind of craft and like the um, the repetitive motion of it. I'm literally on like my fifth Afghan right yeah. now. No, it's I'm good a to have fool. It's it's a good thing to have something to sort of just, you know. Yeah. Get through instead of scrolling through social media, which can be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm reminded every day, you it, it's good to have other habits. How true that is! Habits. Uh, tell, we're doing. Tell us something good. It's tell we're just trying to lift up some good. moods on the Colleen and Bradley show. Is it Johanna on uh, line two? Hello, Johanna. Hi. What's good? Um. So I've been able to bond with my pets a lot more with quarantine. Right. And every single day I wake up with my kitten like on my chest just purring in my Aww. face he is so happy he's devastated every time I even step outside and it's kind of great <laughs> like I have a shadow so okay that I'm, was really fun cause I'm mildly kind of jealous a, <laughs> he was kind of a shut-in before this and so now that I'm home all the time he's loving it he's but, coming uh, out of his shell cat loves it too <laughs> i awesome. love it thank you johanna for your for your call i'm wondering if my cats are loving that my family is home all day or not or if they're like wish you guys would no leave again. i feel like some cats are just like geez could you social distance from my face yeah right well i think my yeah i have a feeling if my cats could talk they'd be telling my kids to leave them alone i think neighborhood cats are probably loving it though because they can get outside and there's not a ton of people or right? cars so they can kind of have free roam yeah you saw two cat fights I, or, or uh, two, two uh, cats fight yeah, yeah there you go yeah uh let's go to diana hi diana diana what's good hey i just want to thank you guys for being on the air you guys make me feel good but the thing that's good is my boss just did an impromptu meeting and we get off at noon tomorrow <gasps> through good friday oh Woo-hoo! that's awesome congratulations Congrats. diana that is good and joe what are you going to yeah. do with yourself well i live out in the country on five acres of land, and I'm oh. going to mow the North 40. Okay. All right. I, that sounds like it might be soothing. Am I right? Yes, I love it. It's a little tractor, so I just ride it, but I love it. Put your, <laughs> you know, put your headphones on, listen to some My Talk. We'll hang out with that you while you do it. That's right. Thank you, Diana. Have a great day. Uh, Jill is on the line. Uh, we're just sharing good. What's good? What's good in the world right now? Jill's on the line. Hi, Jill. Hey, guys. Jill, what's good? You know what? Uh, my sister, who has been really, really sick for two weeks with COVID, 
um, is finally on day three of feeling better. Oh, congrats. Energy. She was never hospitalized but was really sick. Um, so it's really, really exciting to see her back up and moving around. Oh, I love oh, I that, bet. Jill. It's amazing. T- uh, send her all our best. Yes. We will. Keep the faith, guys. There Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Jill. And Stephanie's on the line. Hi, Stephanie. Stephanie, what's good? Hi, you guys. Hey, my son, who um, has been in college and schools on and off since high school, getting degree after degree, um, he always wanted his doctorate. And I, he just like just texted me this morning that he did his dissertation defense, and he now has a doctorate. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know ex- the exact title, <laughs> but I am so unbelievably proud of him. Oh. I don't know where he came from. Oh, oh he well, came congrats. from you, Stephanie. Yes, Thank you're a part you. of that. Thank you for your call, and congratulations to your son. God, that's, that's awesome. So I wonder how they did that. Like I, I do too. I'm sure internet? it was I'm sure it was Zoom. I mean, Zoom is like y'all, I wish I would I feel, have bought some stock in Zoom. Well, yeah, and some Clorox. Um right? I wonder if um where did my brain just go? I wonder if, I don't know. Bye. Next call. Okay, let's go to Barb. <laughs> Hi Barb. Barb, what's good? Oh, you guys, I have a big, big miracle to tell you. Oh, good. Tell Please us. share. Okay, yesterday was day 50 of me uh, recovering from a double lung transplant. (gasps) Wow. That's insane. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And and you're staying healthy and safe. Oh, my gosh, Barb. We're We're glad you stayed on this side with us. Yes, we're glad you're here, and we're glad that you're on the mend, and we are glad that you're staying safe and healthy right now. Yeah, it's it's quite extraordinary. So I'm glad I was able to get through and share that with you guys. Thank We're you. We're glad Barb. too. Are you home safe or? I am home and I am very safe and I am very uh, protected good. and well taken care of. Good. Okay, good. Barb, keep it up. Congrats. We are so happy to hear from you today. Wow, that's that is good. That's a I'll gratitude say. moment. No kidding. I got goosebumps with that one. Uh, and let's go to Amy. Amy, what's good, Amy? Oh, hi. My twins, they turned three yesterday. Yay. So, Happy birthday. They're three well, they couldn't really They couldn't really have a party. So um, my sister-in-law got the Brooklyn Center Fire Department to drive the fire truck to our front yard. Stop oh, it. how cool is that? Yeah. That is so I bet they so went cool. bonkers. They did. And it was loud. I was going to say, did they do the siren and everything? They did. Good. Amy, Probably that scared is, your neighbors a little bit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that is so cool. Happy birthday yeah. to your twins. What, what are their names? Adonis and Leander. Aww. Happy birthday, Adonis and Leander. And thank you, Amy. And congratulations, Amy, on making it through year three of twins. Uh, I would like to tell you it gets better. It does. Until they're 13. Uh, until the, I wouldn't know. This way. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, all right. When we come back, that was kind of fun. That made me happy. Um, that put me in a good mood. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth. 
Elizabeth Reese is joining us <laughs> with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, that got better. Hello, friends. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Holly's learned. managing so many lines well, in lines. I think that it was I on my end. I oh. learned something very special just then. Oh, my oh gosh. good. Well, our, we are all learning something every single day. Uh, are we or are we not? That is 100% <laughs> true. Well, Tom Brady has learned something. This is interesting. He is making headlines today because of a conversation that he had with Howard Stern. And he opened up to Howard Stern about his marriage to Giselle Bunchen, right? Brazilian supermodel who, by the way, is worth more money than him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that two years ago, his wife wasn't satisfied with their relationship. So here's what Tom Brady had to say. Uh, a couple years ago, she didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family. She felt like I would play football all season and she would take care of the house. And then all of a sudden when the season ended, I'd be like, great, let me get into all of my other business activities. Let me get into my football training. And she's sitting there going, well, when are you going to do things for the house? When are you going to take the kids to school and do that? And he said that it was a big wake-up call for him because um, that was a big part of their marriage that he had to check himself because she said, listen, I have goals and dreams too. So he pulled back from some Patriots organized team practices and some other projects to be more involved in his family. But he said that at first he was resentful over Giselle's issues with their relationship and that the couple went to counseling. And the turning point was when she wrote him a heartfelt letter about how she felt about their marriage. And she said, it's a good reminder. He said, it's a good reminder that things are going to change and evolve over time. And what happened and what worked for us 10 years ago won't work for us forever because we're growing in different ways. I, you know, that's something I think about. Um, I don't know, not often because, you know, but I think about it about how couples with kids where one of them is a professional athlete negotiate how they care for their children because it's true when they're playing, they're playing like that's what they're doing. Right. Um, and, And you may think, well, big deal, right? They go play the game and then they come home. Not necessarily. They're on the road a lot. You know, it's just, it's not like a normal job. And so I'm curious about how people negotiate that. I'm also interested in the fact that Tom Brady is sharing all of this. I know. Because, number one, it's not super relatable. That's fine. But I, I think at its I, core, why? it is, though, really relatable. Well, maybe. Like, You're I right. think at the, bo- the bottom line is that regardless of what's happening in your marriage, and, and it, number one, I think his point about what worked at one point might not work anymore. And if you don't, if you're not in constant communication about what's working for you and what isn't, you end up at this impasse where I think you grow so far apart that it's like, how do we even get back? Well, Well, typically you have, you know, you carry around a bunch of resentments that have been festering and growing mold. And resentment is the biggest enemy of marriage. It really is. And life. It is. (laughs) And it's impossible to not have some of it, but if you're not... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Communicating about, you know, and I think a lot of couples have probably, I don't know, in our family, we've gone through this just in this COVID-19 crisis because our lives have shifted, right? So oh, yeah. there Everybody's are different responsibilities. Normal. Everybody's work is normal. different and what you have to do for work and what I have to do for work and all that was is different now than it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so we just had a conversation where I was like, here are some things that need to change <laughs> because this isn't working right now. And then right. when this all wraps up and we get back to normal, then we'll revisit where we're at and then you know when we have another baby and we add all these things like you have to always be looking at what's working for us and what isn't and I do think it's important for people to you know if you're the one being told hey what you're doing right now isn't working for me I'm sure it's natural your first reaction is to get defensive and oh, go sure. well this isn't my problem you, you know, run to Tom, your corner and then yeah and Tom Brady's and- like listen what more I win Super Bowls what more do you want from me you know what I mean and then for him to be able to step back and go wait a second I really need to listen to her um I don't know I think this stuff plays out in marriages all right over and just it actually just scale. makes me feel like yeah it's but it's the same it's all yeah. the same you're in the house you're negotiating someone's resentful because I'm doing more for the kids than the other person is. It does not matter how much money you have. Yeah. That is what that happens. is a hundred percent true. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. They're get, and I think he's talking about it and you know, people tend to open up to Howard Stern. Too. That's true. He does have the Midas touch when it comes to getting people to spill the beans. He, sure. He's a great interviewer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the conversation came from. Um, Rosie O'Donnell Never considered returning to The View after the second time she left because her relationship with Whoopi Goldberg was so strained. Um, Here's another thing. Talking to Howard Stern. She said, I think we all agreed that the last time it was better better for everyone. You know, Whoopi really didn't like me. You know, I bet that that's an insecurity that Rosie O'Donnell has that Whoopi like I would just be curious what Whoopi's take is on that because the impression I get from Rosie is that she will decide what you think of her yes. and then you she know she creates the narrative that yeah that's her reality but right. I, I I really wonder what Whoopi's perspective would be on that she said she got off on the wrong foot with Whoopi Goldberg when she came back to the show she thought that she would be joining an ensemble um, but then she got off on the wrong foot with Whoopi when Rosie signaled for commercial and Rosie said she oh. was upset. I threw a commercial because I didn't know that she saw the countdown. Now, listen, she's been there forever. Maybe that's normal. I saw and there was a pause. And I said, we'll be right back after this. That was the first day and there was trouble from then on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that feels like a moment that maybe could have been um, discussed and then moved on cares from. that much about also, that kind y- of stuff. I do I find do it interesting care. that like, I, this is too easy, but. Because I'm talking to two women who probably understand this mm-hmm. way better than I do. But this is a conversation about two powerful men you will never see play out. It's very. Oh, that's a hundred percent. Like true. Yeah, the, true. the conversation about. And I and here's the diff, Here's the also true, which, you know, and I'm just speaking to the choir, perhaps. But um, 
men do these things too. have these um, like ego fights. Yes, of course they do. But for some reason, we are only intrigued by and by that, I mean, the audiences seem to only want to click on stories about um, the women and, you know, um, tabloids and media are all too keen to offer them up. Well, this has definitely plagued the view for a long time. And some of it is justified. You know, they've had a lot of. A lot of drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't necessarily, you don't really see this with women on like Good Morning America well, or, you know. Here's the thing though, with The, the View, they've actually like capitalized yeah. on yes. the drama, especially between the women, the right? feature, that's, not a bug. Yeah, that's actually kind of my biggest beef with The View is that, um, you know, at first it started with one vibe and then it very quickly turned into Almost like the sport of women being biachi to each other. I know. And I don't appreciate that, frankly, because I think it does. uh, It just perpetuates the notion that that's all we are. It's just catty to each other. I never feel good after I watch it or no, while I'm watching either. it. It yes. just, it, I know. Like, oh, let me guess. Megan McCain didn't get her voice heard and all the other ladies are giving her the stink eye. Yeah, I know. And I know, then Joy like, Behar always scoots in one last little zinger always. before they... <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we already know the roll. game. We already know the game. I know, we do. Thanks, you um, guys. Hey, thanks for playing this game with us, Elizabeth Reese. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 seconds five pop culture questions get them all right you win a prize hi and this is what your 30 up? second pop culture challenge no 30 seconds let's just cut right to the chase who's on the phone today colleen we've got lou on the line and uh what is lou playing for today lulu bobu bonana fana fofu is playing for one of these a my talk 1071 t-shirt lou you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge let's do it bradley all right the timer will begin after i ask the first question here we go what musician has the nickname the boss Bruce Springsteen. Justin Timberlake's song Can't Stop the Feeling is from what animated movie? Little Mermaid. No. Princess Bride. No. Uh, uh, Pass. The Pink Ladies and the T-Birds are featured in what movie? I have no idea. Pass. Mary Poppins takes place in what city? Um, London. Grace Gummer is the daughter of which actress? Uh, Bruce Dummer. Uh... <laughs> Gummer, not dumber. Lou, thank you for <laughs> Good try, Lou. playing the 30 second pop culture challenge. I'm um, sorry that you did not win today, but you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. All right, let's go through those uh, questions uh, and get the answers. You? Queerstions? Oh, is that a gay joke? That's not what I meant. Um, Justin I'm sorry. T- no, is it, I'm poking fun. Justin <laughs> Timberlake's song Can't Stop the Feeling is from Trolls. Mary Poop. Nope. Grace Nope. The Pink Ladies and the T-Birds are featured in what movie? Grace is the word. Grace Gummer. Gummer, as in chewing gummer, is the daughter of Dumber. Is the daughter of which actress? Meryl Streep. I don't know that I would have gotten that. So Francis Gummer. Is that her real name? No, Frances Gum was actually Judy Garland, and I did this thing, what, two weeks ago, where I confused Frances Gum and Grace Gummer. Oh, all right. And I thought Frances Gummer was the daughter of Meryl Streep, but actually Frances Gum is Judy Garland, 
Grace oh. Gummer is the daughter of Meryl Streep. I'm sorry. See? I'm sorry about that difficult time you experienced. Okay, well, um, you can take it and stick it where the sun comes from. Now we can move on to solve some mysteries. Francis Ethel Arshosky. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, now we can move on and solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Nope. <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> Do you want to be? I'm cleaning with bleach. That's what it is. Oh, by the way. We're huffing. So speaking of the bleach cleaner that we've all been using we'll to keep to ourselves. We'll get to those blind items, but we got a bleach situation. Stay safe. I feel like I'm at the natatorium. That's what, what we used to call it in college. What's a natatorium? A pool. Oh, the, it is? The like, old school college term for a pool building was a natatorium. Wow. Learn something new every day. You're welcome. Anyway, it smells like a pool in here. <laughs> it doesn't point. feel like a pool, though. That's the sad part. Okay. Gossip? Yeah, please. <laughs> she found the button. There it is. Celebrity gossip mysteries. Feels better. Mm. Did you do that, Bradley? No. I did that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our first celebrity gossip <laughs> mystery. Okay. This celebrity doctor has always been awful. He's married, but has hit on women on every show he has ever been asked to be on. Dr. Drew? Ew. You know what? I'm, he is such a skis face. I didn't used to think. I used to think because he presents himself in such a well-spoken, intelligent way. Yeah. I, 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 we're, I'm seeing through it now. But we knew this because he always, his whole thing was like, if a woman like complained about anything in life, he was like, you were sexually molested. Totally. Yep. Do you remember that? Like, yep. yeah. He's just, well, yeah, that was on, what was that show he did with Adam Carolla? Love Lines. Love Line. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. Ugh. Gross. That's nasty. Okay. That's nasty. Yeah, let's fill in the blanks. All right. So. Dr. Drew has always been awful. Dr. Drew is married, and he's been married for a long time, but Dr. Drew has hit on women on every show that he has ever been asked to be on. Nuh-uh. That's nasty. I don't like it. That's nasty. It's nasty. Blinded by the item. Natatorium. <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery for you. A little revisionist history for the permanent A-plus slash A-list athlete. He had problems in his marriage because of the nanny situation and other things. Uh, when talking about it, though, the nanny part always gets omitted. Ew. That's Tom Brady. Also, can I just... Oh, I don't know him. We share a last name. My maiden name is Brady, but I'm not related to him. That you know of. I mean, you could be. That's true, actually, because I do think he has do some relatives test. from oh, my yeah. family tree. Uh, or in my where my family's from. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Here's what matters. What, who, you gotta have real. You gotta think real highly of yourself. If when you're married to a supermodel slash the most beautiful woman in the world slash like also the richest. I mean, who is by all accounts like an extra special human being? You gotta be real. Full of yourself to start stepping out on that. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, but I think it's always those people who do that. You're probably right. No, it's I think so it's the gross. people who, they, <clears throat> first of all, it's a sham, their whole marriage, and we know it because we've talked about it on this show, Blind Items. And what I love is like, I didn't want to bring that up with Elizabeth because we've talked about Blind Items with these two before, but 
you feel bad because yeah. you don't want to like you don't want to be this. I mean, look, I'm a sad trombone sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't always want to be that trombone of reality. Mm. I don't want to be hard. the tromboner. It's hard. It's hard to walk around with this tram- trombone. That's what you know, Auntie Lawyer did to us, mm-hmm. man. I know. He's turned us into this. I mean, it's okay, though. Because what was the whole rumor about her? Because we did a series of blind items on her. I don't remember, though, what they were. Neither do but I. they were real skeptical. I don't remember either. I don't remember either. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Good job, guys. Okay. <laughs> Fun story for you listeners. We don't remember. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. The A-list everything in her mind diva is realizing marriage to her significant other is probably not the right move. Considering how many women he was juggling, that's probably best. J to the low. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, these two don't even get me started. Oh, mm. no, I kind of want to get you started. Mm. Fill in no. that blank and then y'all, both of you, unleash because you got stuff. I got a sandwich I can eat while you go. Eat your sandwich. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is realizing marriage to Alex Rodriguez is probably not the right move. Considering how many women Alex Rodriguez has been juggling, it's probably for the best. I don't know that. They, I mean, like. She had to know, right, when that marriage began. Oh yeah, that that was not like he was not going to end that behavior. Um, guys, are they? Did they have the wedding? Are they actually married? I can't remember. No, no, not yet. No, they just celebrated the anniversary of the engagement. Oh I gosh. think that Jennifer Lopez was talking on Ellen the other day. Uh, yep, about the fact that. Her marriage to A-Rod is going to be delayed, you know, because of the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, add it to the mm-hmm. list. I, You know, there's mm-hmm. been some stuff that's been bubbling up mm-hmm. about uh, the J-Lo recently. Mm-hmm. Both of you have had some J-Lo moments. Would you like to share a little bit or no? That's um, fine. Well, it goes all the way back to, gosh, um, I need to pull that article and just keep it for future reference. Because you'll remember there was an article from the 90s where this reporter went to interview Jennifer Lopez. Mm, Yeah. And she was like so supremely full of herself in such a way that she was putting down like some of the like leading actresses of the day saying that she was like better than, um, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow and um, others. I think she like, you know, threw Madonna under the bus and just I mean, it was and it was done. Oh, that interview right. was done at a moment where nobody was listening. Mm-hmm. And so I think that those moments are very revealing Absolutely. because she was at a point in her career and the person paying attention had no reason to make you think one way or the other about her because she was just beginning. Right. She was at the beginning of her career. So yeah. anyway, that has always painted a picture for me. And then we've read several blind items about, you know, whether it's how they've been, uh, you know, um, running afoul of the social distancing at the gym. Um, and there were half a dozen other stories I feel like we've talked about over the last couple months. Yeah. I, she's, mm-hmm. she's interesting. But I will like her music. If she I mean, even sings it. Oh, well, oh, that's the other thing. I mean, we can't even get into that right now. But yeah, look it up. <laughs> Go to look the it internet. Up. Look Go to the World Wide who, Web. Who sings her music? I, I, that's what I was trying Ashanti. to remember. Ashanti. Was, thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, last night was the uh, finale of a show that was very close to a lot of people's hearts. We will call it Poops Creek uh, so that we don't end up up that very creek.
because of the Thank FCC. Um, but the, it was the season finale, or the, sorry, the entire series finale of Poops Creek last night. Uh, and I watched it, and I just want to take a moment with it, because I honestly also think that there's something that that show has to teach us right now, literally, specifically right now. And I want to talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you heard Donna and Steve lately? Check out this highlight. We should get a shared burial plot, the three of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to? Mm-mm. No. I know. I want someone to keep me, like, on a shelf in their living room. I got it. <laughs> I yeah. just think that would be, like... I have said, we should taxidermy more things. <laughs> At least dogs. There should be more no. dogs taxidermied. That'd be so fun. If you do it with a deer, wouldn't I love to see my obese pug boo just yeah. with one leg slung out like a kickstand because of how heavy No, she you was. shouldn't do it yes. like that. You should do it like mount him on the wall. Like a head? Yeah, like they do with deer or whatever No, they that call seems it. like you killed it. You need it to look just like, like you, uh, hey, is that your dog? And be like, it was my dog until now it's it died a 10 stop. years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now it's a paperweight. Oh, man. It's a pandemic, people. What do you want it's from us? It's a pandemic. And All if right. you're thinking at home right now, I wonder if their content's going to tighten up over the coming weeks. <laughs> it's not. It's going to get looser. Keeping those of us stuck at home informed and entertained. Thanks, Donna and Steve. Find My Talk on the app, your smart speakers, your trusty old radio, and at MyTalk1071.com. Hey, My Talkers. Hey, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071. Dot com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. Hi. Um, and yes, I don't know why I keep saying your name is Bradley Trainor. It's just, just Bradley Trainor. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. spelling. We don't have to um, be formal. Here. No, we're not not here. Nobody I mean, I, I'm in not my even family ever today. says Trainor, so that's not. Yeah, you're good. Uh, any whoosie whatsie, any hoot and how. Um, by the way, reminder: if you're out and about in your car and you're like, "This is the only way I can listen to my talk," not Bloop. true, not true. There's so many ways to listen to my talk. You can do it through the app. You can do it online at mytalk1071.com. Uh, you can enable the my talk app on your Amazon device and listen there. You just have to ask that lady if she'll play us, and then she will. And then we'll be talking through your Amazon speaker. Any hoot and how. There's so many different ways to listen to us, and we thank you for listening to us, however you're listening to us today. Okay, guys, last night was the series finale of a show on the Pop Network called Poops Creek. It's not actually called Poops Creek. No, you just can't say it on the air. I won't say it on the air. It doesn't translate. It doesn't translate. It it won't go well, and I value my job. Um, But here's the thing about that show. If you have not watched that show... The premise is very simple, and I will tell it to you without giving one little thing away. The story is about a family who is incredibly wealthy, and they lose their money through a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, and then they, um, and then they end up having to live in their only remaining asset, which is a town called Poops Creek, and they basically go from uh, riches to rags, right? And in the course of that, they really become a family because before that they were kind of doing their own thing and um, and not, you know, not connecting. And they, through this unfortunate event, have to pull together and really become a family. And that's what you become a part of over the seasons of the show. I think six seasons of the show. 
And I was watching it last night, this the series finale, having the feels, getting all teary-eyed and bleary-eyed uh, in an already emotional time. And I thought, you know what? This is exactly the show that we need right now, literally right now, during this time of social distancing, the stay home, where we're all kind of struggling. This is not like a super happy time for everybody. But... I think a lot of people have had this return to their families. Mm-hmm. And and I just thought how poetic that this show that captured people's imaginations and, and hearts and love, that this is the story they've been telling all along. And it's the story that we need to hear right now. It yeah. was so cool. Yeah, no, I um, Jamie's been watching this show and he had his emotional moment this morning. He watched the finale and then I know they did like a reunion show afterwards. So... They they it was really like a documentary. I wish that it would have been like all of them sitting together on a stage, but it was also really cool. Yeah. So um, he had that moment this morning and I I've just appreciated as he's been watching the show because he'll you know, this is one of the things he watches on his own. I've seen episodes before and I know they're incredibly hilarious and I love all of the, you know, sort of cultural um, stuff that spawned from it. I mean, people really have taken to the show in a cult way. I mean, beyond a cult way, certainly. But um, but in terms of like, you know, there's like drag show versions of this show. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, it, there's just an incredible fan love around the show. And it's it's uh, it's clear that people had an emotional response, even on social media last night. I mean, I was hard pressed to find a tweet that didn't involve somebody, you know, um, commenting on the emotional nature of the finale. It was really, it, it was really well done. And and what, what is also interesting about that show in general is that Dan Levy, who created it alongside his dad, Eugene Levy, who we all know, um, in the, in the telling of that story, they always knew what they were moving toward. And they also knew that they were going to leave at a certain time that they weren't going to just keep going because, and I, I actually have respect for this, they weren't going to keep going just because um, it was popular. How many seasons again? I believe it's six. Yeah, it's six seasons. This was the end of the sixth season, and that was the series finale. And they always knew what they were working toward. Um, and he talked in that, uh, you mentioned, Bradley, that after the actual finale, which is only a half hour long, um, there was like an hour-ish long um, sort of documentary-style you know, behind the scenes show that was really awesome to watch. And one of the things that Dan Levy talked about was in the early stages when they first were coming up with the pilot of this show, Eugene Levy, because of all of his work in comedy and all of his work with Christopher Guest and all of the the movies that you know him so well for, he said, you know, he spent so much time on character development with Dan. Dan Levy said, you know, at one point he was just like, can we move on? And Eugene was like, no, we need to know who these characters are. And that's one of the reasons that you fall in love with this show, because each and every person who has a character who who, who is part of that storytelling knows exactly who their character is what their backstory is, whether we know it or not. One of, it's so spectacular. One of the other things I've noticed is, um, and having talked to other people who've watched the show, is that this show started out very much in one place and ended up in a very different, more nuanced place. And mm-hmm. it's because of you know the effort to really build on character development. I yeah. imagine that brought that to a place beyond the superficial comedy, which you know Eugene Levy and um, Catherine O'Hara, I mean, you know, they have literally 
been around since making people laugh since the 1960s and 70s. Yeah. So, I mean, these people and, and to know that they're still doing it in a way that captures a young audience is, you know, just a testament to their ability. So that's my like, you know, that's my soapbox moment, emotional soapbox moment um, with Poops Creek. If you've not watched it, now is the time to take it in. Because, again, I do think that the message that it tells is the exact message among the many messages that we need to hear right now. Um, it's a great time to start if you've never yeah, watched it. Get into it. And they're really easy. It's easy to binge because they're half-hour shows. Yeah. And they go by in a flash. So get on it, y'all. And I it, think, where does it stream? Um, they're on Netflix right now. I don't know that the last season, it's not on Netflix yet, but will be soon. So just catch up. That's yeah. all you got to do. When we come Fabulous. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your go-to takeout meal? During this COVID-19 epidemic, well, you're all inside. What are you taking out? 65164. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.